Insight Saturday night, and we are live. Of course, we've added the Christian Television Network. Welcome to all of you. I know there's a lot of stations actually in Tennessee that are watching right now. Really appreciate that. Love all of you. God bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God right out of Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10. I just had to show you this video because it's hysterical. It's an off-vet video, I'll admit. This new DNC ad is undoubtedly the best. Of course, it's a spoof. They really did an excellent job. Play it for me, Tommy. Then, America was saved. Embraced by the loving arms of our new president, Joe Biden. Biden has brought back kindness and decorum. No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. Biden is a voice of clarity. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot. A voice of reason. He is the smartest man I know. They're going to put you all back in chains. And he's good with numbers. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. 700 billion and a trillion, 300 million billion dollars. Under his leadership, the Biden administration has brought us safety. It has brought us economic prosperity. It has empowered the next generation. And now, you have the chance to make sure it continues for another two years. This election day, vote for whoever the Biden administration is asking you to vote for. They know what's best. Together, we will ensure things will continue to go the way they've been going forever and ever. I'm sure Biden and I approve this, this, uh, wait, wait, who? You know the thing. I just had to show you that video because today is November 5th. It's only three days until we basically defang the Biden administration after we win on November 8th with a red tsunami, not just a red wave, a red tsunami where he has to have, remember, all the purse strings are held by the Congress and the Senate, not even by the Senate. It's almost, it's almost exclusively held by the Congress. You defund the FBI, you defund the entire Biden agenda, you defund the Inflation Reduction Act, with this, which is the Inflation Production Act. You can defund all of that coming right out of Congress. It really is that powerful, it really is. But you have to have people that are willing to take the public drubbing to do it. You're going to be called Nate, you're be called names you'll of course be called racist and xenophobic you'll be called la- a, a person who lacks compassion for the poor whatever it may be in a country that's 31 trillion dollars in debt and that will have no money to give the poor it's better to give less to the poor now and be able to give money to the poor perpetually than bankrupt our entire country and be able to give zero to the poor same thing with social security same thing with medicaid plus we need to have rugged individualism in this country and it's time for everybody to be paying their own way so on November November 8th, don't, don't be one of these people that's like, you know what, I give up, there's mass corruption. You can outvote the corruption. It's exactly what I've been saying for a long time. We need to bring these people to the light. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. Jesus speaking in John chapter 3, verse 20. What we have to do is expose these people. If you, ma- if you, if you vote in mass, then they can't, they cannot corrupt 
the system enough to overcome a giant red wave. Yes, they can overcome one, two, three percent, which is basically what they did in 2020, November 3rd, 2020. But they can in November 4th, 2020, November 5th, 2020, as they just created and manifested one fraudulent vote after another, which was ushered in by the COVID hoax. And it is a complete and total hoax, by the way. So we can, don't be one of those people. Like, oh, it's just corrupt. There's no point if I vote. Well, then just give up and move, you know, just go move up to the side of a mountain somewhere. Don't do that. Go vote. What does it take anyway? To, when I go vote and I vote in person uh, on November 8th, right here in Florida, when I go and vote, it'll take me somewhere in total drive time, everything, maybe half an hour. Maybe a half an hour. I go at off times where there's a lot of people, uh, you know, not voting. I go when, you know, a lot of people aren't there instead of times where everybody's getting off of work. Go and vote. You must vote or never complain again. And don't use corruption as an excuse not to vote because that is just thinly veiled cowardice and laziness. Don't do it. Now, speaking of elections, I had to show this to you. This is an ultra mega squirrel mama uh, video. And it's just the title is how to steal an election. There's no audio on it. This woman putting in mass, um, a mass amount of ballots into what is for all intents and purposes, a Zuckerbox play it for me, Tommy. Now, remember, there is no lawful ability to do that or right in this country. That is called ballot harvesting. Now, you're like, well, no, they had special legislation in Wisconsin, the special legislation in Michigan, you know, brought in by Dana Nessel, the AG of Michigan, who is an acolyte, of course, of Gretchen Whitmer. So they had special legislation. The people go and gather vote, gather ballots from, let's say, nursing homes, now, that, how, how was that voted in? It was not voted in. It was done under, like everything is right now, executive fiat, an emergency order. The 99.9% survival virus, we're all going to act like it's 99.9% non-survival. Now, nobody can go vote in person, so we're going to go and collect ballots. Now, that was never voted in by a legislature. Uh, it was never legislatively voted in. It was never voted in by a state Congress, a state legislature, or a state Senate. By, and, and via the Constitution, it has to be. You cannot change voting laws unilaterally like they did in Georgia where you had Brad Raffensperger meeting with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie and changing the vote adjudication process in April of 2020, right before November of 2020. Yes, Raffensperger, the Republican who will win re-election very easily coming up, sadly, the Republican in name only, in cahoots with meeting with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie, a Democratic Party operative meeting to make it impossible to adjudicate a fraudulent ballot right before the largest mail-in ballot, uh, mail-in ballot election in the history of America ever has been, probably ever will be, at least, hopefully. But none of the, what, if, what you just saw on that camera 
is illegal. You're like, well, no, they had the they had the emergency order that they could go and collect ballots. It wasn't voted in by a state legislature. Therefore, it is anti-constitutional, it's non-constitutional, it's unconstitutional. It is illegal for them to do that. Now, here's Bill Barr. Now, Bill Barr, this is an Adam Klasfeld video. Bill Barr laughs uproariously about the supposed evidence of election fraud in 2000 Mules and explains why it's bunk. Play it for me. Well, maybe you can uh, assess that 2000 Mules and people are talking about that. Well, I mean, just in a nutshell, you know, I just think that the GBI was unimpressed with it. And I was similarly unimpressed with it because I think if you did, because... Uh, I was holding my fire on that to see what the photographic evidence was because I thought, well, hell, if they have a lot of photographs of the same person dumping a lot of ballots in different boxes, you know, that's hard to explain. Um, so I wanted to see what the photographic evidence was. But the uh, cell phone data is, is singularly unimpressive. I mean, it basically, if you take two million uh, cell phones and and figure out where they are physically in a big city like Atlanta or wherever, just by definition, you're going to find many hundreds of them have passed by and spent time in the vicinity of these boxes. And the premise that if, you know, if you go by a box, you know, five boxes or whatever it was, you know, that that's a mule is just indefensible. So Bill Barr has come out pretty much from day one after November 3rd and said there was no evidence of mass voter fraud that would have overturned the election. Now, that is a conclusion into an investigation that never occurred. So he he's making these conclusions in these statements about an investigation. The man, nor did his DOJ ever conduct so there was no evidence of mass voter fraud. Oh, really? Where, where'd you get the evidence from that? Oh, our investi- Oh, wait, there was never an investigation. He never, he never conducted an investigation. And his quote there is, you know, I was holding my fire on this 2000 Mules uh, film by uh, Dinesh D'Souza. I was holding my fire on that because the cell phone data doesn't matter. It's where is the photographic evidence of people... Uh, a mass, a large amount of people dropping a large amount of ballots at different locations. We just showed you a video of it occurring. That is patently illegal. There are thousands upon thousands of hours of these videos. So if Bill Barr would have actually conducted an investigation into what he called, what he, what he claims are his conclusions. Now, you know, here's the thing. He says, you know what? There's no evidence of mass voter fraud that would have overturned the election. And, and, and combining that with what he says about 2,000 mules, I held my fire on it because I wanted to see what kind of photographic slash video evidence they had of people dropping off a large amount of ballots at various um, uh, ballot drop boxes, which again are illegal. The drop boxes are illegal. I wanted to hold my fire on it. So he says that there was no evidence, no evidence of mass voter fraud that would have overturned the election. He makes that conclusion based on an investigation that he never conducted. And now that the evidence is here, he still scoffs at it and laughs it off as if it doesn't exist. See, Bill Barr is the example, and just the same as Mike Pence. They seem to be fervent in their views. I'm about to show you a video. They seem to be fervent in their views, but when push comes to shove, they back down. 
And I'll show you what I mean by that, or I'll tell you what I mean what I mean by that in just a second. Now, here's Bill Barr. This is a Donaldo Trumpo video. Whatever happened to this Bill Barr? Play it for me. This is a you know sort of cheap talk to get around the fundamental problem, which is the bipartisan commission chaired by Jimmy Carter and James Baker said back in 2009 that mail-in voting is fraught with the risk of fraud and coercion. But since then, and, there and until this administration have improved it. Let me talk. Yeah, please. Uh, and since, this, since that time, there have been, in the newspapers, in networks, academic studies saying it is open to fraud and coercion. The only time the narrative changed is after this administration came in. But elections that have been held with mail have found substantial fraud and coercion. For example, we indicted someone in Texas, 1,700 ballots collected he from people who ha could vote. He made them out and voted for the person he wanted to. Okay? Because that kind of thing happens with mail-in ballots, are, and everyone knows But that. there are individual uh, cases, but as far as widespread fraud, we haven't seen that since... Uh, since well, we, have, we haven't had the kind of widespread use of mail-in ballots that's being proposed. We've had absentee ballots from people who request them from a specific address. Now what we're talking about is mailing them to everyone on the voter list when everyone knows those voter lists are inaccurate. People who should get them don't get them, which is what has been one of the major complaints in states that have tried this in, in municipal elections. And... Uh, People who get them are not the right people. They're people who have replaced the, the previous occupant, and they can make them out. And sometimes multiple ballots come to the same address with a whole genera several generations of occupants. Do you think that's a way to run a vote? So far, we haven't seen widespread fraud. But you so far, we haven't tried it. Well, and the point is... But a lot of us... Uh, there are several states that only have mail-in voting, including a Republican well, state Well, this like is Utah. playing with fire. This is playing with fire. We're a very closely divided country here. And if people have to have confidence in the results of the election and the legitimacy of the government, and people trying to change the rules to this, to this methodology, which, as a matter of logic, is very open to fraud and coercion, is reckless and dangerous, and the people are playing with fire. Now, my producer, Aaron, made a very poignant point while we were watching this video. He said, this video is actually the scary thing, because people like you and I, who are right-wingers, we see a video like that, and we're going, hey, man, that guy is with us. Let's put him in charge of stuff. And the problem is, is that Bill Barr and, My and Mike Pence and many others like them do videos like that. But here's the thing. Understand something. What he is actually fervent about is defending his role, not principles that he does not believe in. He, his role is to act like a conservative so that he puts forward that synergistic tension that we all think is real. And it's a synergistic tension between right and left and the swamp. It's all swamp. It's all a performance so that you actually think you have Republicans like Bill Barr fighting for you because they stand up the Wolf Blitzer and they say the right thing. But it's really just to create that right there is the perfect example of this fraudulent synergistic tension so that you believe people like Bill Barr are fighting for you. So you continue to put them in office and what they do is continue to push forward the leftist agenda. It's slowed down by their role. It's not them because they have no principles. It's slowed down. That leftist globalist agenda is slowed down by them being there. 
slowed down so that it's palatable for you so that you continue to vote in these rhinos or people who appoint these rhinos over and over again so the leftist agenda continues to plod forward at a slower rate because if it was fast, you'd vote all these people out and you'd only be uh, electing the Donald Trumps and the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Lauren Boberts and the Jim Jordan, which would totally destroy the leftist agenda, but these puppets, these Mike Pence's, these Lisa Murkowski's, these Susan Collins's, These bill bars are in place. They're Democratic Party, leftist, globalist, puppet operatives. And it's on purpose. It's on purpose. They're put in place so that you think you have people fighting for you. But all they're really doing is slowing down the agenda enough to make it palatable for you. And they're not slowing it down because they don't believe in the globalist leftist narrative. They're slowing it down so that they can stay in office and continue to usher it forward they're slowing it down because if it goes too fast you'll vote them out and their democratic party cohorts their democratic party puppet masters that's what it's really all about we're like all excited about what bill barr does and what bill barr says here is that jim baker really rhino republican jimmy carter came up and said you know what Mail-in ballot elections are fraught with fraud. He even names a case in Texas where they found a single person, one person, with 1,700 fraudulent ballots that would have been processed. Now, if he would have done an election in 2020, was there, what, how many ballots did that, did that woman put in that box that we just showed? That's one of thousands of those. We showed, obviously, coming out of Keisha Bottoms, Soros operative mayor of Atlanta, we showing Miss Ruby putting in the same ballots over and over again, hundreds of them into the same machine, videotape evidence. And the Bill Barr's like, well, you know, I want to see, I want to see pictures. I want to see video. There it is, Bill. There it is. But you do absolutely nothing because see what he's defending, what he's fervent about is not principles he doesn't possess. What he's fervent about is holding on to his role, which has his role is I'm going to play the role of the Republican that creates the synergistic tension that actually ushers forward the globalist leftist narrative at a palatable race. That makes sense to everybody. That's what he's doing. That's it. That's all that it's about. We have to vote in people who are willing to vote themselves out of a job. Bill Barr would never do that. Look how fat he is. He wants to be at every cocktail party so he can eat those bacon wrapped shrimp washed down with his martini shaken, not stirred. That's all that he cares about being accepted that's the way many many churches are some of you christians that are watching on the tele, uh, christian television network right now you'll be a christian you're actually playing the role as a christian but when it costs you anything you you are married to the principle of looking reasonable even if it violates the principles of the word of god that's why you shut down that's why you put masks on that's why you pimped and hoard vaccines you want to look reasonable. How reasonable do you feel now? Unless you are living in complete denial, you are not reasonable. In your own eyes, you should not be reasonable unless you are living in complete denial. All right, Glenn Beck video. What if I told you a cabal? Play it for me. Here is the truth from Time Magazine. Time Magazine. The story is titled, The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. Now, another alternative title could be how the Democrats interfered with the 2020 election, but it would be a little too on the nose. And remember, 
The reason why they have no problem saying this is because they think they know better than you. This, listen to this quote from Time Magazine. I gave this last night on the TV show. A well-funded cabal, cabal, their words, not mine. A well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions. Oh, to change rules and laws, to steer media coverage and control the flow of information. Does that sound like America or does that sound like a communist country? If the right were doing that, I'd expose it, and I would not stand with the right. That is a violation of our Bill of Rights. So you have the left coming out and acknowledging in the left-wing rag Time magazine that they orchestrated a cabal to steal the uh, 2020, November 3rd, 2020 election, Donald Trump's election, right? They, they're admitting it. Now, why do they have no problem admitting what they've done? Because what they believe is if they lie, cheat, and steal, it's okay because it's for the greater good. Not realizing that if your agenda needs you to lie, cheat, and steal to usher it in, that inherently makes it not good. But that's what they believe. They believe that no matter what, the ends justifies the means. Here's the James Wood video. They aren't even trying to hide it anymore. Play it for me. We want Americans to vote. We want every American's voice to be heard. Now we have to move the process forward. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases we won't know the winner of the election for a few days until a few days after the election. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots in a legal and orderly manner. Two things, maybe, maybe two things, maybe more. When do we become a country that can't count ballots? If you notice, we were able to, everybody knew the outcome of an election. Day one, outside of Democratic Party Soros strongholds like Letitia James and New York, places like that, Kathy Hochul's New York, uh, Andrew Cuomo's New York, places like that, Gavin Newsom's California. Why is it that we can't count ballots in one day? Well, if the election starts at 8 o'clock in the morning and ends at 8 o'clock at night, 12 hours, roughly 12 hours, and, and of course time zones are different, but it never the, the time is roughly 12 hours you have to vote. And, and, and of course, there's mail-in ballots and all those things, and early voting and things like that, which I don't agree with. Should be paper ballots, day of, that's it, outside of the military, or because you are physically unable to vote. Not because of a 99.9% survival virus that everybody's pretending is the Black Plague. For the sake of mass mail-in voting, because it's fraught with fraud. That's, that's the point of the whole, that was part of the point of the whole COVID no, no, uh, narrative was to get Trump out of office via mass mail-in balloting and Zucker boxes on every urban, or on every corner of every urban center. So why can't we count ballots anymore? We counted them all the way up to November 3rd, 2020. And basically, and I know that this isn't statistically 100% accurate, but on a percentage basis, we counted every single election up to November of 2020, the day of the election, the outcome was known outside of extreme Democratic Party blue strongholds. 
Why is it that everything ever, I mean, didn't, I mean, everything changed in 2020. Everything. Our, our death certificates changed, right? And, and, and strangely, in March of 2020, how you actually, how you account for sickness, illness, and disease death. Line one was exchanged with line two. You can look it up. It's absolutely true. Everything changed in 2020. Right up till 2020. 1776 all the way to 2020 we knew the outcome of every election from from dog catcher to president the day of and suddenly we can't do it anymore suddenly we can't we can't and even even if there is mass mail-in balloting that isn't that isn't tabulated prior to election day which is absolutely stupid the ballot is cast it, it can be counted just keep it confidential this is what florida does which will be my example in just a moment why is it that we can't calculate in all of that time when the when the polls close? Why can't we know the outcome? And by the way, since it's all everyone, not every obviously the people watching this aren't for this. If, if, if everyone is for machine voting and it's all done on a machine, how do we not know the outcome when it's a, basically here uh, outcome hit enter? Well, why can't we know? Well, they're, they're, well we all know if you're watching this podcast, you know. It's so that they can find out what the real vote is, find out what the deficit is, i.e. Trump's up by 600,000 votes when I go to bed on November 4th, three o'clock in the morning on November 4th. I go to 2020, I go to bed, Trump's up by 680,000 votes. I get up in the morning about four hours later after they said they were stopping the count. They, everybody can go to bed because we're not counting anymore. But then they counted all throughout the night and I get up and Trump's up by 1,200 votes, and he was up by 680,000 votes. They tabulate how much they are down, and then they, make, then they make up the difference. That's why you have to outvote the corruption. You think, you think Pennsylvania is blue? I mean, listen, California is blue. And Illinois is blue, which are two of the states the most people are moving out of, and their economies are collapsing because they're blue and fraught with crime and everything else. But do you think Pennsylvania's blue? Do you think Michigan's blue? You ever driven through those states? Find a Biden sign, a Fetterman sign anywhere. They're not blue. What they have are hubs. You think Wisconsin is blue? You think Wisconsin believes in having your daughter go into a classroom and she's seven years old watching them put a condom on a cucumber? You think that's what Wisconsinians believe in? Do you you think that's what what Michiganders believe in, Pennsylvanians believe in? Absolutely not. But they have their hubs. Wisconsin has Milwaukee. Michigan has Detroit. Pennsylvania has Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, where they kick people, they kick Republican poll watchers out of the voting centers so that nobody can sit there and watch them tabulate the votes. And they manufacture the votes that they need. This didn't just start in 2020. Why is it? That every single time somebody is found with a truck load, a trunk load, a ballots in the back of their car, which is, by the way, the 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 election for governor in New Jersey, how Phil Murphy won again, was because he was down. When basically again, when I go to bed at night, he's down by like fourteen hundred ballots, and I get up and oh, the headline is, "Oh, we found twenty thousand ballots." Because in New Jersey, they have their Democratic Party hubs; they tabulate. They find out, close out all the Republicans. And by the way, this is what Bannon has been about, about precinct uh, committeemen, precinct chairmen, precinct captains. Because there's 40,000 empty seats, empty empty uh, 
uh, you know, precinct committeeman jobs, precinct captain jobs that Republicans aren't filling. These are volunteer jobs. Republicans haven't filled. They've been, they've been filled a lot now, which is why you have Democrats talking about a fraudulent election now, which they're not allowed to talk about because that's treason. According to them, that's treason or a threat to the democracy. But yet they're talking about it now because we're actually watching we're actually watching the vote. We're actually watching the tabulation of the vote. And people actually have to show ID to vote. So now they're talking about a fraudulent election, which is treason or a threat to the, to the, to the democracy. But I just, I just wonder, in Florida, in my last example, in Florida, which has a population of 23 million people because all the New Yorkers have moved here, all the Californians have moved here, and numerous other Illinois, people from Illinois are moving here. Because, you know, I'm talking about it and it shows statistically, it shows that a lot of those are Republicans that are moving here. So God bless them. And, and DeSantis is going to blow Chris out in an historic blowout coming two, three days from now. But why is it that Ron DeSantis's Florida, which, by the way, is about four percent more Republican now than Democrat. But up till then, it's been about a one percent difference leaning either way. Why is it? that we can count all those ballots as the third largest state in the country, and Texas in the same way. Why is it that Texas and Florida can count all their ballots? We know, we know the result of the election about 11 o'clock at night, if not earlier. Every time, every time. For, yeah, you have 23 million people living here, about 29 million in living in Texas, and we know... The outcome of the election about three hours after the polls close. But lo and behold, in Illinois, you don't. In Jersey, you don't. In New York, you don't. In California, you don't. In Washington, you don't. In Nevada, you don't. In Arizona, you don't. It'll take days. And that's simply for the reason that I already stated. They find out what the real vote is. They go, you know, we're, we're, we're counting a bunch of ballots, you know, still these are these mail-in ballots. Of course, COVID used once again to usher in fraud. And, we're, you know, we still got to count all these mail-in ballots. Why haven't they been counted already? These people are working 24-7, eight-hour shifts, eight on, eight off, eight on, eight off. Very simple. I mean, there's, there's no reason. There's no fatigue. That's an excuse when you hear that. That's just a bold-faced lie. But why aren't they all, why aren't they all counted? There's absolutely no excuse for it. It's just so they can manifest ballots, manufacture ballots. After they see the legitimate outcome, looks like we're a little down in District 4. We need 4,000 votes. Hey, Bill, we need 4,000 votes. That's why you saw it in, in November 3rd, 2020. We had a bunch of non-down-balloted uh, votes. You had, you had people vote for Biden alone, and they didn't vote for anybody down-ballot because they were like, we need to get a Biden elected, which is why you had in the first time in history where you had seats gained in the House and the, and the president of the party that gained the seats lost. Never happened. Just like we've never had a president win Florida and Ohio and lose. Amazing how that occurred, isn't it? It's because of Democratic Party controlled vote manufacturing, vote manifested Democrat controlled areas and precincts. That's all that it is. Look at this Chuck Colestro tweet. Breaking report registered Democrat, of course, Cheryl Ann Leslie arrested by Florida Election Crime Unit for felony election fraud. Where are you at, Billy Barr? Where were you at during 2016, 18, and 20 elections? But Bill Barr says that you know what? There was no evidence, no evidence from an investigation he never conducted. Just like it's, it's all the same with, the, with COVID. Wear a mask. What evidence is there? What investigation is there that says that masking works? None, but do it anyway. 
Here's a picture from the Gateway Pundit. Next one. Registered Democrat. Every time, never a Republican. I'm sure it's happened. But statistically speaking, on a percentage basis, it never happens. Registered Democrat. Why is it always Democrats? Why is it Democrats say we can't tabulate ballots in one day? Why is it it Democrats that want mass mail-in balloting? This is why. Registered Democrat arrested for voting machine tampering, allegedly inserting USB flash into voting machine. Wait a minute. These voting machines according to Dominion, are not hooked up to the internet. So why does it matter? Well, it matters. You know why? Because they've been proven to be hooked up to the internet every single time. And you have a guy with a USB, and we've shown this evidence before where these Dominion machines always disappear right after they've been subpoenaed. Right out, and, 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 their, and the, their USB flash drives that go along with them, they disappear every time. So the bottom line is, you must vote. I showed you corruption. Vote and overcome the corruption. Vote to overcome the fraud. On to COVID and vaccines. Janie video, we have the papers to prove HIV glycoprotein 120 was inserted into the spike protein. Play for me. Basically three things to look at. There is what's known as HIV glycoprotein 120, which is a part of the HIV virus. We have the papers that show that Xi Zeng Li of the Wuhan Institute intentionally inserted that into the spike protein to make the virus, the coronavirus, infective. There's also something known as a PRRA insert. And so those four amino acids, of which there's three nucleotide bases, which are the genetic code for them for each one, that's 12. That insert is called a furin, F-U-R-I-N, insert. and no other coronavirus on the planet has that. That insert is critical to make this spike protein infective in people. And the U.S. government just happens to own the patent for it. The other thing is that not only is the glycoprotein 120 a prion, so a prion is something that when it comes into your body, changes your proteins so they become abnormal. And classic diseases that people are aware of are mad cow disease and Alzheimer's disease. And those are because of prions. It turns out that not only is the glycoprotein 120 a prion, but very much like a box, if you step on it, you'll change the rest of the shape of the box. When the PRRA inserts and the glycoprotein 120 are inserted into the spike protein, they change the shape of the spike protein compared to other coronaviruses. And it turns out that that spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 is a prion. You can find the grants that paid for the research that led to this happening. One of the patents is for the express purpose of altering, changing, genetically changing the spike protein on coronaviruses. Now, I don't know how much clearer you have to get than patent, federal funding, genetically changing spike protein to coronaviruses. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just dumbfounded by the fact that we don't already have these guys in prison, but we're gonna get there. So we have, quote, we have the papers to prove that HIV glycoprotein 120 was inserted into the spike protein. It is proven, not by Fauci, because remember something, Fauci has never looked at a slide of COVID-19. 
He has no idea if someone sends him. He has every idea because he knows where this came from. And he sat over the last 31 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. He's never once walked up to a podium and said, you know what? I was funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology that was doing gain of function research that created COVID-19. Never once, still has never done that, still doesn't even acknowledge that it's a man-made virus. He's just saying we need to look into it. Still believes it comes from an animal, animal reservoir, which, by the way, if it comes from an animal reservoir, then it completely and totally invalidates the vaccine. If it comes from an animal reservoir, that means that if you have an animal host, it will endlessly mutate, therefore making a respiratory vaccine invalid they do not work useless that's why you've never had a vaccine for a common cold because it has an animal host that's why mumps works COVID-19 vaccines do not that's why measles vaccines work and COVID-19s do not mumps and measles do not have an animal host COVID-19 does COVID slash coronaviruses have animal hosts dogs carry it bats carry them that's why you have the Chinese beating their cats and dogs to death because they're stupid idiots because it was never, ever transferred from a bat to a human being. It was taken into a lab, manipulated. We had federal funding and patents proving that they injected glycoprotein 120 and PRRA inserts into the spike proteins, making it more transmissible to human beings. And even for the very select few, 80 and above, with comorbidities and the morbidly obese, deadly to them. Those are the facts. And what did all the Christians do? Close down their churches, dutifully put on masks, dutifully social distance, even the Christians and conservatives taking on, doing, taking commands from those that they are politically, ideologically, and theologically opposed to. You took orders from those people. Understand that. And have you repented yet and said those vaunted three words? I can actually count words. Joe Biden cannot. I was wrong. Ever said it? You need to if you haven't. Janie video. This is Dr. Mike Eden. If I perish attempting to avert this, it will be fine. It's about my children and grandchildren. Listen to his words. Play for me. But rest assured, the so-called COVID-19 pandemic, um, I think the evidence is very strong from independent researchers. So this is not me saying this. I'm looking at their work. That there never was a viral pandemic of a novel pathogen and that the uh, deaths that we saw, I'm afraid, were medical malpractice at best and, and murder at worst. Uh, so that basically we were lied to from the beginning. Um, I don't believe there's been a novel cause of illness and death, significant illness and death, other than our government's responses to the fake pandemic. Now, I know that's quite shocking. It's, it's quite uh, uncommon for uh, kind of full-on research scientists like me to say things like that because they sound like conspiracy theory. But I'm telling you, I've be, I have been nothing all my career except um, saying things as I see them. So now I've told you they've lied about the public health emergency. They've lied about the necessity and usefulness of the measures. And I'm afraid, back to my absolute wheelhouse, they lied to you about the design, research and development, and use, approval and use of the so-called vaccines. That's the backdrop, and I didn't get there in one leap, uh, but I started you know, my journey 
I think by the, when Boris Johnson said, I must, I have to tell you, you must stay at home, that was the moment I knew we'd lost the country. And then noticing lots of other countries were doing the same, I thought, my God, we're in danger of losing the free world. The outcome doesn't matter for me. I'm absolutely serious. If I perish attempting to avert this, it will be fine. It's about my children and grandchildren. Um, I've received no payment or any other reward or compensation from the beginning. So those who say I'm a grifter are liars. That is world-renowned research scientists actually taking slides and put them under a microscope. Not like Deborah Burks, not like Anthony Fauci, not like Rochelle Walensky, not like the guy who's in currently in charge of the COVID response task force, who's a galactic idiot, not like the Surgeon General, who's a galactic idiot. None of them have ever looked under a microscope at COVID-19. They've gotten notifications from people that have that say it's a man-made virus, but they never bother to look at it themselves because if they did, it would defeat their political narrative, which is what it was all about from day one. You have Dr. Uh, Dr. Mike Eden saying a so called pandemic because it's not a pandemic a 99.997 percent survivable virus for those zero to 20 99.98 survivable virus for those 20 to 50 99.4 percent survival for those 50 to 70 95 percent survival for everybody else is not a pandemic it is a manageable problem source Axe Force Leonidas Stanford COVID-19 study. People who look under microscopes. Those are post-infection survival rates. He says, you know what? The malpractice involved is either malpractice or flat-out murder. As I showed you the, the, the video that was dutifully banned by Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by the nurse in the epicenter of the virus... We had the refrigerator trucks never actually filled with bodies, but the refrigerator trucks in New York. Todd Starnes driving all over New York with the epicenter of the virus. Everybody dropping dead on the streets, right? New York never happened. Todd Starnes drives around every emergency room. There's nobody there. Strange, isn't it? The so-called pandemic. And they were actually those who were at death's door from COVID-19 because Anthony Fauci and the Wuhan Institute of Virology and Billy Gates created COVID-19, then created their various solutions, masking, which kills people, lockdowns, which kills people, vax, which will kill millions of people. Everything, whenever you want to find the devil, find the lies and find the dead bodies, which is always the Democratic Party and the globalist left. So-called pandemic and was it malpractice or up to full-blown murder venting patients when it makes absolutely no sense and that's what i was talking about the nurse whose video came out and said we're killing people here doctors are are performing these uh these venting practices venting patients which which kills them that's not what you do with COVID 19 that just kills them speaking of the malpractice slash Murder, watch this video from Nashville, Angela. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you follow Janie also. I get this through our follow on, as well as many doctors and many experts on Twitter. Increase the risk of what? Increases the risk of what? Death, correct. Speaking about remdesivir, play it for me. If you look at the four independent studies, including the large study by the WHO, it shows the opposite effect. Remdesivir increases the risk of death. Let me say that again. Remdesivir increases the risk of death 
by 3%, it increases your chances of renal failure by 20%. This is a toxic drug. But just to make the situation even more preposterous, the federal government will give hospitals a 20% bonus on the entire hospital bill if they prescribe remdesivir to Medicare patients. The federal government is incentivizing hospitals to prescribe a medication which is toxic. So, it should be noted that remdesivir costs about $3,000 a course. Dr. Corey spoke about ivermectin. Ivermectin reduces the risk of death by about 50%. It costs the WHO two cents. Two cents. So as regards dexamethasone, this is the wrong drug in the wrong dose for the wrong duration of time. Yet every clinician in this country will absurdly use this homeopathic dose of dexamethasone. Why? Because the NIH tells them to do this. So what the NIH and other agencies have ignored are multiple FDA-approved drugs. These are FDA-approved drugs. These are not experimental drugs, which are cost-effective and safe and have unequivocally unequivocally been shown to reduce the death of patients in the ICU and in hospital. To this day, by NIH recommendation, remdesivir is the sole hospitalized treatment for COVID-19. You're not allowed to get ivermectin, which releases your death. He actually gives it a lower rating than other studies, which releases your probability, which, which decreases your probability of death by 50 to 80% hydroxychloroquine in the 50 to 70% range. You're not allowed to have either one of those FDA-approved drugs. By the way, we don't even have an FDA-approved vaccine, but yet FD, we have FDA-approved hydroxychloroquine. That's not allowed. F, uh, FDA-approved ivermectin. That's not allowed. You're like, well, no, we have an FDA-approved vaccine. That's what they say. No, no, that's Comarity, and that's never been given to one person in the United States yet outside of their clinical trials. Not one. Not one. So the FDA-approved approved drugs are not allowed to be taken but the experimental non-approved drugs, which remdesivir, was approved through what? Oh, the magical EUA, emergency use authorization, from Gilead, which Anthony Fauci's on the board. Strange how that always works out for Anthony, isn't it? He's made about 14 million since the onset of COVID-19. Strange how that all works, how Billy Gates has actually increased his billions over when the economy has collapsed due to his COVID lockdowns. The COVID lockdowns caused his bank account to go up and your bank account to go down. And ivermectin costs two cents a dose and remdesivir costs $3,000. You know how many times ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine have caused renal failure, i.e. kidney failure, which by the way, if you ain't got your kidneys, you're dead. You're dead. People go in to get treated for a viral lung infection respiratory infection and they give you remdesivir which causes your kidneys to stop working 
Which, by the way, was that ever shown before in the clinical trials? Yes, that's why it's been banned in many other countries. But you had Anthony Fauci on the board of Gilead, which makes remdesivir. And as soon as the COVID pandemic came out, here goes Anthony trotting off and saying, you know what? Oh, let's see, what, what drugs should we use here? FDA-approved ivermectin, FDA-approved hydroxychloroquine. What, 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 what exactly should we use? You know what we're going to use is renal failure causing remdesivir because I'm on the Gilead board. That is exactly what has happened. Big fishy video. Here's Whitmer. Play it for me. Do you regret the decisions you made when it comes to nursing homes and COVID? So I think it's important to correct the record. The, my opponent continues to tell people that nursing homes were forced to take COVID patients. They were not. They never were. Michigan, 6,000 COVID deaths have come from nursing homes. But Governor Whitmer is still standing by her policy of placing COVID-positive patients in nursing homes with people who are COVID-negative. Well, we know one of the populations at highest risk for COVID-19 is seniors in nursing homes. Michigan has been putting long-term care patients recovering from the virus in the same facilities with patients who don't have the virus. Then she fraudulently covered up those numbers, just like Andrew Cuomo did in New York when they're packing out nursing homes with COVID-infected patients. The only people you have to worry about besides the morbidly obese when it comes to dying of COVID or even being hospitalized with COVID because 82% of all COVID hospitalizations inside of the United States were those who were morbidly obese. Whoops! The only people you have to worry about outside of the morbidly obese are people 80 and above with comorbidities. That's what you have to worry about. And what did Gretchen Whitmer do? Filled her nursing homes and met with COVID-infected patients, caused 16,000 people to die, and then covered up the numbers and then denies it. You see, they play a little game here. Well, no, we didn't force anybody to take them. This is what they say when they say when they when they're putting when when you have now politicians and media you know putting out the story. We didn't force anybody to take the vaccines. Yes, you lose your job. Yes, you had had no ability to make an income. Yes, you were socially ostracized. Yes, you couldn't shop. Yes, you couldn't travel. Yes, you couldn't be entertained. All those different things. But nobody forced you into this vaccine, even though you die of starvation if you didn't take it. But nobody forced you to take it. So Gretchen Whitmer said, I didn't force any nursing homes, but they'll just lose their licenses if they don't do what I tell them to do. But nobody was forced. It's a little game that they play. Cat A video, the brilliant senator right out of Australia, Malcolm Roberts, follow him on social media. I promise to hound you people down. Play for me. The only thing about our death rate in 2020 that was unusual was that it was at a seven-year low. These are facts. This makes a joke of provisional approval granted for injections out of urgency. There was no urgency. Once the injection rollout started, there was a spike in deaths. It must be noted correlation is not causation. The link between the cause, vaccines, and the effect, death, injury, and suffering must be proven. Well, it has now been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. At my second under COVID under question inquiry in August, many highly qualified medical professionals from around the world established that link, providing evidence the injections were responsible for many more deaths than the health technocrats admit. And then late last month, the Journal of Clinical and Experimental Immunology published an article entitled COVID-19 Vaccines and Australian Review. Authors are Connie Turney and Astrid Leffringhausen from the University of Queensland. Published journal article. This article details the medical science behind the wide range of medical harms being inflicted on Australians as a result of the hubris, the criminal negligence of health technocrats. I promise to hound you people down 
and now science has done that for me. The issue of vaccine harm must be referred to a royal commission today. These criminals must be brought to justice. This report is reproduced on my website, and anyone who reads this report and still defends the fake vaccines is as guilty as the companies that made it. It's no surprise that COVID has spiked in correlation with the rollout of the fake vaccines. ABS data is not yet available for 2022, although Australian actuarial data is. In the first four months of 2022, death from all respiratory diseases, the flu, pneumonia and COVID taken together, are still at normal levels. Yet deaths from cardiac and pulmonary events are up 11 per cent, and unexplained deaths are up 13 per cent. At this rate, an extra 10,000 Australians will die in 2022. 10,000 extra! Anyone reading the journal article I, I just referred will know exactly why this is happening. So the epicenter of the virus in 2020, they had a seven-year low death count. In 2020, their deaths were at a seven-year low overall. And when did they start to go up? When they started to vaccinate people, where now they're having a 10,000 count excess death. Now, now their excess deaths are 10,000 above average. But in 2020, when you had the pandemic at its height, they had a seven-year low in death. Strange, isn't it? Very strange how that's all working out. Now look at this. Peter Sweden tweet. This is insane because it's not just Australia that has seen their excess deaths go up by 10,000. And by the way, Malcolm Roberts, leave this up. Malcolm Roberts says, you know what? It's strange because you have the rollout of this vaccine. And then also from, from 2020 to 2022, their death count from respiratory viruses, which of course includes COVID-19, are exactly the same. They plateaued exactly the same, 2020, 2021, 2022. Their, their respiratory virus deaths, pneumonia, things like that, COVID-19, colds, flu, are exactly the same. Wouldn't it have gone way up in 2020, even way up in 2021? No, no, exactly the same. But lo and behold, their cardiovascular deaths have gone through the roof. Isn't that strange with a vaccine that causes capillary blood clotting and myocarditis? Strange, isn't it? So they're, they're having stroke deaths and cardiovascular deaths. Those are through the roof, but respiratory virus deaths, respiratory illness deaths are at flatlined. Strange, isn't it? Here in, here, now here's the excess deaths throughout Europe, which of course mandated the vaccination. You look at populations with 90 plus vaccination rates. The excess death rates are through the roof all over Europe. I hope I don't know I'm going to get all these countries right, but I'll get a couple of them right. Top one's Finland, up 24.3%. Don't know the next one. Germany is 16.5%. You guys know any of the rest of those flags? I don't know them, but those, what? Which one is it? I already got Germany. I already said Germany. But if you guys know any other ones, shout them out. But those are various countries. I should have, I should have looked up the flags, and I didn't think of it. I thought when I saw it that the, the uh, countries were right next to it. But there's four countries. Look at the average, basically gone up. 20% in excess deaths. Look at this, Steven Crowder video. This doesn't sound good. You guys got it ready? Play it for me. Regular blood. That is, it is something the body has constructed, but it's not clots. They behave like clots because they grow inside the arteries. They form the shape of the arteries um, in much the same way. You know, if have you ever seen on YouTube where somebody's very sadistically poured molten aluminium down a termite mound and they've then dug away and they've got a perfect cast of the termite mound or the ant nest 
Um, that's what happens with this white growth. This white growth is growing inside these and it takes the shape, the exact shape of the artery very slowly over time. Now, who is this expert? If you can, Aaron, please, can you side by side that pick? If you can, that'd be great. So who is this guy that's talking on Steven Crowder? Oh, he's just a mortician. I mean, uh, you know, you don't like to be morbid, but this is a person who is regularly embalming people. The problem when you're trying to embalm somebody is you're trying to embalm them with embalming fluid throughout their veins. And the problem is, you know, when you're trying to embalm somebody, it's a real problem when you got these in your veins right here. This is what's being found, which by the way, all the verbiage on top of this Matthew Horwood tweet are all is also written by morticians. This is where in an Australia, about 90% of the people that are coming in to be embalmed, dead people are being found, what not, not being found with these, but were fully vaccinated. These are not met. This isn't even clotting. These are basically fibrous tumors that have formed on the inside lining of your veins. Listen, love you all back here Tuesday night, 830. Do not miss it. 90 minutes of fury. God bless you. And I'm telling you, the devil is not going to have this nation. And you're, the American people are not going to spend their lives being on 90 different medications sick and afflicted it's time for revival it's time for the fire of god to set this generation free if you enjoyed watching the tom lively podcast would you consider investing in the program Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. 